Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 21 of Back to Square One. We are your lovely hosts, Derek and Carmen. Welcome back. It feels like it's been a long time, <laughs> hasn't it? For us. No, we recorded last week. Last week, Tuesday? or Yeah, we, we oh, were recorded last week. But it has felt like a long week. Why is that? I mean, I ha- I have a lot going on. I don't oh know yeah, you're you were really you were really busy. What do you mean? I don't know. You were you were like I've been so busy. Yeah, I've I haven't had been time busy. to edit the TikTok clips. That's why you guys haven't seen any episode twenty six. <laughs> it's not my fault. Yeah, I haven't busy. <laughs> what have you been up to? <clears throat> I'm uh, starting a I'm starting a new thing. Okay. Well, you did tell Duncan that you were no longer playing Valorant, so yeah. yeah so that's th- a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was a fun phase. You know, I think I needed that that time period in my life to deal with some things and to soothe myself a bit and connect with old friends and and just get connect to like what the kids are doing these days because it is gaming is a big waste of time it's a there's half of gaming that is okay this is so sidetracked already it's so sidetracked it's like nothing to do with what we're talking about yeah we're talking about mother's day today but um (laughs) there definitely is a big waste of time but there definitely is a huge part of it where if you can manage it properly, it's just like like sport, like a sport. Yeah, guys going to the playing hoops for two hours. Right. You're shooting the shit. You're you're catching up. Right. Right. Um, but then if it goes beyond like, you know, like four or five, six hours a day, then you're definitely fucking wasting time. For sure. But um, it's very easy to fall into that. Yeah, stage. it's very easy. It's very easy. Yeah. But there is a healthy amount. I would say there is a healthy amount. Yeah, that's good. So you had to stop it. You felt like it was. Uh, like too time consuming or you just needed your time elsewhere no i mean i've always been a person where and i've said this before when things stop serving me mm-hmm. i have to let them go and i had my fun with it you know i reconnected with a lot of our friends did you reach um what is it like platinum or diamond or whatever yeah and i wasn't getting any better <laughs> i couldn't hit diamond so um, you know, and then I had a new idea and it required more time and mm. there's a team being formed around that. So is it a secret? Yeah, it's not. Well, I mean, I'll show you afterwards, but, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's very exciting. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I told you, I'm, uh, I've told you, okay. I, as a sidebar, I told you in the WhatsApp, uh-huh. I need to figure something out to get everyone to the U.S. Oh, wow. It's that big. <laughs> yeah. But we're, we're trying to make it really Can big. I, can I tell them what you asked me? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so basically this, Derek has a <clears throat> dream or plan that he's going to move to the States. Like that's his eventual plan. Yeah. It's in a, in, in, inevitable, right? Yep. It's going to happen. But he also doesn't want to do it alone. And he wants all his friends, all his loved ones to come with him. And I was like, I'm never moving. Like this is home. I'm not moving to the States. He's like, how much money will I have to pay you for you to move? And I was like, wait, wait, keep in mind. Okay. I have nowhere near this amount of money. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want thinking I'm, but, I'm rich. <laughs> but obviously this idea is that big. Yes. This is, that this is, idea there's is a potential. Big. This idea Damn, is Damn. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, oh, what about like, what do you, you were like 2 million? And I was like, that's nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like 5 million and it just kept going up and you made it seem like it was such a. In my head, I've budgeted five for around 10 families that I would think need, would need to come. <laughs> That, are, that would need convincing, sorry. I think some of them might come on their own. <laughs> Who's going to come 
on their own when there's five million dollars on the line. Yo, the the <laughs> ones you know what I mean. So the real ones. <laughs> I, I've been watching a lot of like more. Um, I mean, I always listen to like entrepreneur podcasts and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, and mm-hmm. and a lot of the things is like from from the business plan to the concept of the business or where you want to go in life. Just always think bigger. So you know what? I'm just gonna peg a super high goal. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do this thing where I make enough money to move all my friends to the states. That's crazy. You know, so where even if you fail, at least I'm in the states and I have money. Wow. <laughs> you know, but the goal is the serious goal is to to actually move everybody there. You know, so that's crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, well, I can't wait to hear about it off camera though. Yeah, and and the reason uh, the reason why I figured that out is honestly because of this podcast. Really? Because like originally when I when when I announced it on this podcast, I wasn't thinking about moving everybody. Uh huh. Just like me and whoever wants to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But then, but then, so there was a a couple weekends ago. I mean, sorry, this was like two months ago. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, I told you I texted my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a Saturday morning, like maybe like two months ago. Um, I was in bed all morning crying because i realized like i it was it was after the episode we recorded where uh i think you said something along the lines of um oh that was your way like me ejecting out of my relationship with my parents was because because i was like not happy with it Mm -hmm. and i just had to remove myself from the situation okay so that whole morning i was just saying to myself in Chinese I was saying like I'm Lola I'm Lola I'm I'm not angry yeah I'm not angry and I was just saying it like over and over again as as if it would like cast a spell and time would go back you know yeah and then I texted my mom I was like you know like oh you know thinking of you today hope you're having a good day oh yeah 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 that that day and and then she she just wrote thank you period I love it. It's not even like you two thinking of you. Yeah, she just wrote thank you, period. It's like thinking of you and you're like, she's like, thank you. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then I realized, okay, you know, uh, I've come to terms with the family thing where it is what it is. I, I'm at peace with it, right? Yeah. But then I was thinking very recently, like, oh, if I move to the States and I don't have my friends... Like besides the people who are willing to come with me so far, uh, which we have a few friends, um, but if the bulk of everyone stays here, it's like I'm gonna end up in the same situation again, where mm. like you know what I mean, where you just wish you could undo it and be with everyone again, and mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, so I have to figure out a way to <laughs> make it work, oh or else, or else I'm gonna be alone again and. and have this whole episode again when I'm 60 and be super sad because <laughs> all my friends stayed back. But yeah, speaking of your mom, um, this past weekend um, was Mother's Day. Um, so actually, at the end of episode 20, you know, Derek and I were talking about how, you know, in season two of Back to Square One. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is season two. <laughs> this is season two. Every season is 20 Every episodes. <laughs> So um, in season two, you know, we kind of have to change things up a bit because, you know, it's, you know, obviously we've already spent like 20 hours talking to each other and, and, you know, you guys have heard enough about, you know, my problems, your problems, all of our problems. So it's time to kind of bring new perspective, new perspective, new insight, 
people who you know maybe are more wise than us more mature mm-hmm. than us you know preferably we were thinking you know especially since it was mother's day it would be a really good idea to bring our moms on yeah yeah so both of us floated this idea <laughs> <laughs> to our moms you start for what did your mom say <laughs> i mean I, okay so i texted her today i was i was um the day of the pot the day we were recording by the way we they both, were recording we both, we both called our moms I texted her. I was I like, do you know what a podcast is? Question mark. Yeah. And she wrote, no, period. <laughs> no, period. And then I asked her. Not even like, no, why? <laughs> no, period. Yeah, just no. Um, <laughs> and then I and then I followed up with... Uh, <laughs> let me pull up this text conversation. I followed it up uh, with, it's a recorded talk show that is posted on the internet. I have my own small show with, uh, with around a thousand weekly listeners. Would you be interested in being interviewed and talking about yourself and sharing your thoughts and wisdom on life? No. <laughs> that was her response. No. no. Period. <laughs> next, but then her next line was, how can I listen? <laughs> and what's crazy is Derek actually shared the podcast to her. which I, I don't I know thought, why you think that's crazy. I thought I was just like... Why is that crazy? I guess it's just I don't know as a mother... Like, obviously, everything that you talked about on this podcast, she probably, she knows. Yeah, she knows. You know, it's, well, for the, uh, yeah, for the most part. She knows, like, the, the truths about your dad being the way he was. You know? But I don't think she knows how it maybe, like, affected me. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to yeah. say. So, her listening to that podcast, I mean, I, I don't know how emotional your mom is, but if I heard my son... Saying those things? Yeah, it would really hurt. I don't know, it would just make me so sad so i don't know what her reaction is going to be like when she listens to the, the the podcast yeah i don't know i i sent her episode one and then i sent her episode four and i was like oh this is my childhood one you actually oh my god you specifically pointed out well which- well i'm not gonna assume she's gonna listen to everything in order yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but so you, you actually i might as well because the first one is about like me and you and why we're doing it yeah but but more so, we talked about like guy and girl best friend. Like she doesn't care about that yeah, shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? She's gonna be like, what the fuck are you yammering on about? You know what I mean? So I'm like, so I obviously have to send another relevant one. Yeah, yeah. Does she have Spotify? So I asked her too. So when she said, "How can I listen?" I said, "Do you use Spotify or YouTube?" She's like, "YouTube." <laughs> so I sent her the YouTube links. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so nervous. But I really don't think she will listen to it because I think. Um, I think the way we speak might be too fast, too slang, too too encoded. Yeah. Where they might not be able to grasp fully, maybe. Mm. Um, I, I would be surprised if she listens to it fully. Mm. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I think our intention was not to like invite our moms physically here, but to like actually yeah, call them in, call them in, um, and just like just chat for like you know yeah. twenty thirty minutes, get their views on things and. You know, it's, I think our parents, I think all immigrants' parents have such an amazing story. Yeah. Because when we hear their story, doesn't it sound so, like, unreal? Yeah. They would say things, you know, I walked from, like, one village to another <laughs> village. And you're like, what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> right? I walked an hour to school. I did this. You know, I, you know, whatever it is, it seems so, like, cinematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of half expected your mom I, I thought my mom was going to say yes, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just so out of the blue because you guys yeah. don't talk, right? Right. But um, I wonder why she said no so fast. Like, whether it was because she didn't want to be 
she she was scared that there were a thousand people who listen you know yeah I, maybe i shouldn't have said that i thought i was thinking from like a a marketer's perspective like provide information on your listenership yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like show show some social proof about your show show your portfolio yeah you know, you know what yeah. i mean maybe yeah maybe that number scared her yeah because you know? how i presented it to my mom <laughs> Which yeah, was, I shouldn't. In hindsight, oh my god, you're right. Why, why did I say that? Yeah, like I told her, I didn't even tell her it was going to be recorded. I basically was just like, oh, you know, my friend and I wanted to phone in and have a conversation with you because I don't know why I said you were. I said he's really interested in the immigrant. Oh, I am. I am. In, in yeah, like the, in, interested in like the immigrant struggle and you know how you you were able to raise two kids without a father, like without a husband figure, you know just kind of like to talk and she was she didn't obviously like, huh? yeah she didn't know if it was for her podcast at first and she was like why would anybody want to listen to my story right like she was kind of weirded out by that right but then after i tried to explain to her what a podcast was and she she didn't quite understand don't you feel sad though that the, i i feel sad that they say they said no not so much that we're not gonna have a guest mm -hmm. but because their story because they feel like their story isn't important. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I and I feel like everyone should feel like their story is important. And it's just sad that either they're either they're sad of their story, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, I don't want to talk about it. It's gonna make me sad. Because mm -hmm. maybe they're not. And I I don't know where your mom is at right now in life, but maybe my mom isn't happy with, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like. Like, why are we talking about this? Yeah. Right? No, it's true. Yeah, and I mean, it would be very hard to get them to really get deep or open up, right. you know, on a one-hour show unless we already kind of had that relationship with her. Like, let's say you, me and you already, like, you already met her <clears throat> and she knew who you were. Like, it would be so random for you to be on that call and for her to open up about how she... Wait, does she remember me? She remembers you, but it would be weird for her to talk about how she thought my dad was cheating on her. <laughs> to right, like a right, right. to a stranger, to, to a, a kid. stranger, to a kid in her eyes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, Oh maybe this is too rated R yeah, for Derek, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> um But yeah, I just I, I think well, sadly our moms couldn't be here. But I think it'd be a good idea to talk about moms this episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I guess we could talk a little bit about, <sighs> okay, so I am entering into the third trimester of our, of my, pre my pregnancy. There's about, I think I have like two and a half months left. Sorry. June, July. Yeah. Two and a half. Wait. Yeah. Three and a half. June, three. July. Yeah. Three and a half. Three. Three. three yeah three so what's crazy is just like i think you know i finally into the second trimester I've, I've been feeling physically great even though i am getting bigger i feel i was feeling very active like agile i guess i wasn't in pain i wasn't like nauseous anymore sorry i kind of accepted like I had a little cute baby bump at first and everything was fine. Now that we're entering into the third trimester, you know, things are starting to ramp up. So I am getting like a lot bigger. I'm already at this weight 
Was that it 1.5 times your normal weight? Well, I started at 130, mm -hmm. right? I was 130 before before having before being pregnant, and now I'm 165. Think about that. I I gained 35 pounds already, mm -hmm. and usually they say like in a normal pregnancy, in total you should gain 35 pounds. Oh, and you're not even near the end yet. I'm not near the end, and the end is Jeez, usually. You should have worked out more beforehand. <laughs> the end is you is when you typically get bigger. So, anyways. I think the the guilt, the mother guilt in me is. Wait, what? How do you have guilt already? So when I look at myself in the mirror, I never thought I would like care about that, you know, because obviously being able to be pregnant is such an amazing blessing. A lot of people struggle to get pregnant. Like I understand that, and I don't want to sound like ungrateful, but obviously, like when you look at yourself in the mirror, you just like really don't recognize yourself anymore. And you feel guilty that you feel bad about your body size when yeah. you're giving birth to someone? Yeah, because it's like... Like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah, it's almost like I feel like I've lost... It sounds so... Sh I don't I don't know how to say this without sound, like sounding really shallow. Like your sense of who you are? Yeah, like... A big part of what makes me really happy is, you know, dressing up. Like, I think it's because I work this job where I'm in dentistry and most of the time, like Monday to Friday when I go to work, I'm not wearing like you're not wearing what you want formal to wear. clothes. Yeah, I'm wearing scrubs. Like my hair is always tied back. I'm not wearing makeup. Like I literally go to work. I roll out of bed 15 minutes before work and I and I go to work. Right. So on weekends, like the brings me it brings me a lot of joy to just like get ready, you know, put on makeup, put on a cute outfit. Now that I am bigger, I find that. It's a lot harder to feel the same excitement, the same excitement, the same confidence. Right. And it sounds so stupid to say, but it's like actually uh, a thing that I, I think bothers me. I mean, it makes sense because you're I think those are the things that in our mind we de we define as our identity. You being able to dress up, you wearing whatever size jeans you wear, you wearing whatever size sweater you wear, right? Yeah. This and is my identity, but now that's changed. And obviously I know like, oh, you know, it's just pregnancy, right? Like you're going to look more swollen, you know, you're going to, you know, feel more bloated. Like it's all pregnancy. Like it's just your hormones. It's once pregnancy is over, you know, people are always like, you can work out, you can do this, you can do that, right? And it's just like, there are some things that, there's just this guilt. I don't know how to explain. It's almost this guilt of like, oh, you know, I should feel so happy to even look this way. Because a lot of people don't get that opportunity, you know? Yeah, I think you just need to go easy on yourself. Yeah. No, I know. You're being mad at yourself for feeling what you feel. Yeah. That's something that I've learned. Let me teach you about my therapy learning. You got to go easy on yourself. <laughs> Did I teach you that? No kidding. No, no, no. I, I taught myself that. Yeah, I, I don't. That's actually a, a big, a big thing that I think my therapist used to say to me too. That like I'm too hard. Yeah, go easy on yourself. I think we all. On myself. I think we all definitely are too hard on ourselves. You know, we forget at the end of the day. We're just emotional creatures. We don't do the always do the right thing. We don't always do the smart thing. And there's no point in punishing yourself twice for it. So even if this is the way you feel, allow yourself to 
allows allow yourself know to know that it's okay to you know be happy that you have a child but also unhappy that your body is changing differently yeah you know it just is what it is yeah it's just crazy because like i'll ask eden like do i still look pretty yeah or like oh do i look fat or do i look like why do girls ask guys that <laughs> and it's obviously like a yeah like what do you want us to say i know it's like a trap right yeah we say no you're like <laughs> you're fucking lying we say yes you know you want to fucking die <laughs> he doesn't say no he'll just be like he's like you're pregnant <laughs> facts <laughs> God, let me let me serve up some facts but um what is the perfect answer to that i know right <laughs> um but yeah just going back to the mom guilt thing i think um you know as the time comes where he's the, the time is approaching where he, he's it, it's becoming sooner and sooner that i'm gonna become a mom right so it's it's very i do observe the other moms around me mm -hmm. a bit more closely to kind of see like their dynamic with their husbands how how that has changed or you know even just their identity after becoming a mom mm -hmm. you know and as much as there's all like the the glory of of having brought a child to the yeah, world yeah you know like oh, <laughs> the glory the glory um the 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 unconditional love that you're going to experience like that's all very exciting <laughs> but i can't but you see help. reality yeah there's that reality of like we're not going to name names but like there's definitely a mom that you know we see who just like i don't know like for example has been looking like more more exhausted lately mm -hmm. right um or i see moms who are struggling with like you know, they feel left out. Mm -hmm. um, moms who feel like, oh, you know, people don't invite me to things anymore because I'm a mom. Because I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. You know, people think I'm not fun anymore because I'm a mom. You know, so that stuff scares me. Like, for example, you know. Yeah, because dads can keep rocking and rolling for the yeah. most part. For sure. For the most part, yeah. I mean, it, it, there obviously are stipulations and differences but for the most part we can keep you know we can still rock and roll yeah there was this thing that my friend sent me the other day and uh actually let me pull it up so it's like a i don't know it looked like it was like a uh like a page out of a book let me pull it up <laughs> okay. did this person just go to a library and take a photo or something <sighs> pretty cool it was called oh I, they did take a picture <laughs> it's called i want to be a park dad so read it moms have fantasies all the damn time the sweetest of dreams the dirtiest of secrets and everything in between um one of my greatest fantasies is to spend a single day being treated with as much respect as a man who adequately parents his children in public picture him some guy taking his kids to the park, just a regular parent doing regular parenting things. Not any man in particular, but every man with his own children. But a man, and thereby incredible and exceedingly good. Um, he doesn't need to be doing anything extraordinary. Pushing a stroller or carrying a diaper bag is enough. But if he plays catch or pushes a swing, best dad ever. So, ha so hands on. So doting, so involved, 
It's spectacular to witness a man like that in action. He is clearly a gift to his family. His wife is so lucky, don't you, th don't you think? I want to be him, the park dad, in all his mediocre glory. There are park dads outside the park too. A man who drops his kid off in the school in the morning is a treasure. A dad at the doctor's office volunteering for a field trip or taking part in a parent-taught dance class is a goddamned hero. A man who can brush his daughter's hair and put it in a ponytail? Basically a god. But a man in public with his children is deemed worthy of respect and admiration simply because he is there. He is fawned over for doing the bare minimum, loosely supervising his own offspring in a public space. And every make he moves is gold. He brought a wa full water bottle? Amazing. Is that sunscreen? Yep, what a responsible father. Snacks? Of course he brought snacks. What a guy. So it basically, it's just like men. I mean, it's clearly written by a woman. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly. But yeah, I, I, I get it. But I also like, what do you want? What do you want us to do? I mean, what else? What else more do you want us to do? I think it's just like women are. Expected they do these to? things every day, but they don't get praised. Like, oh my god, you're such a great mom. You brought your kid to the park. You let you let your wife stay at home you let your day you're, you let your wife take one day off to take care of their kids right and you're taking care of the kids you know what i mean it's like so much more glory to that person who's just doing literally what the mom does every single day day in and out but it's expected of the mom to do those things right so <laughs> what is the conversation before couples do get pregnant because they obviously have this responsibility chart laid out beforehand right that you you do talk about these things i don't think it's talked about then i don't know man because it sounds like to, I mean, okay, to me at least it sounds like wasn't that gonna be the plan I mean, I'm just even thinking back to when we were children, right? Yeah. Definitely our mom were more hands-on. But that's because our parents were, were, our dads were usually the, the breadwinners. Yeah. So you're thinking more like modern, like now. Yeah, now it's, it tends at. to be more balanced, right? Men and women can make just as much money. Even women can make more even. Um, but... There is the unspoken fact, that, which we all know, that women are better caretakers of their children. You guys more instinctively know. Is that an assumption, though? I think that's fact. I think you guys are more... Why? Because... In tune with the child. Because we carried them? Because you carried them, because maybe you have more, like, EQ than guys. Mm, like, we're more nurturing... Yeah, like, I, I, I definitely do agree, though, that guys can, you know, do a little bit of work and get more praise. Yeah. But I, I don't know why that is. But I also feel like, isn't this what you wanted? A child? And this isn't this is what comes with it? But I guess the same could say for, like, the man. Like, you wanted a child. Why are you not contributing equally? Yeah, so I guess what does equally look like? Yeah, that's 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 a struggle, because right. obviously there's a lot of things that like the man can't help with, right? At the beginning, you know, you're the one who's breastfeeding, you're the one who's 
like pretty much is only breastfeeding that a man can't do mm -hmm. but the guys should at least like do things like okay help with changing the diapers you know like bonding time like a lot i don't know if like every guy is as hands-on mm -hmm. you know as the i guess some of the dads that we see in our lives but i think a perfect example is um so going back to richie and susan i guess Mm -hmm. So our friends, our close friend, Richie and Susan, you know, we've, we've always talked about how, you know, how balanced their life is in terms of being great parents. Meanwhile, they're still able to maintain their identity. They're still able to like go out and have fun. Yeah, go out, have fun, you know, find time for each other. Like they seem to have, fig have it all figured out. But <clears throat> I still think at the end of the day, it's harder on one person than the other. Yes. So, you know, it's it's almost like an assumption that, let's say, if Richie wants to go out with you guys. Yeah, that the mom will stay home and take that, care of the child. Yeah, there's this assumption that, like, oh, yeah, Susan will just take care of Riley. Right. right. Whereas, um, if, let's say, Susan decides to take a weekend off and go to a bachelorette party... It's like more praise, more of like a, oh, wow, Richie is doing He's going favor. above and beyond. Yeah, going above and beyond. He's such a great dad, you know, um, you know, for doing that to allow Susan to take a weekend off. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a large part of it, I'm sure, is because we're comparing dads of the past and dads of current. So dads of the past were obviously very hands off, right? Ba probably barely saw the kids, mm -hmm. right? If anything, spend one day a week with them on the weekend, mm -hmm. right? So it looks like the modern dad now is doing leaps and bounds more, yeah, right? So I'm sure that's a huge part of it, right? If you're comparing, the things you're comparing, right? Yeah. But I think now, like obviously back then, maybe if a mom was the caregiver and the dad was the breadwinner the mom wasn't expected to go to work mm -hmm. right her job was to raise the kids so the dad's job was to go find money mm -hmm. but now the moms are working and raising the kid yeah so it's like how it's there's i guess still this expectation where it's like oh you're the mom should be the nurturing the one the mom should be the one that like you know, has a closer relationship with their child or, or whatever, right? But mm -hmm. it's like, yo, dude, we still all have to work, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I'm obviously, I obviously I don't feel that way yet. Wait, so why, why haven't you guys had that conversation? I don't get it. Um, I, I don't think, um. Why don't, why don't couples, because don't you guys go through like, uh, don't when parents, become pregnant they'd like take all these courses and classes and this and that and there's nothing that touches on this don't you guys start reading books and yeah i will say like with eden um our dynamic is a little bit different than like your classic couple why is that because while i after i give birth eden is gonna be off with me right mm-hmm Whereas in the typical situ situation, once the mom gives birth, she's on mat leave, but the dad continues to work. Mm -hmm. So that bonding period, the child really bonds with the mom more so than the dad. 
Mm-hmm. The dad really only gets to spend the couple hours a night with the child after work. So maybe the child doesn't bond with the dad as, as much. So when the child cries, they go to their mom because they're spending the whole day with their mom. Right? Mm, Versus that makes sense. with my situation, I'm not as worried about that because Eden's going to be home with me. We're right. going to be very, very, as I, I want to believe, we're going to be very 50 50 in the roles that we play in this child's life, at least in their first year of life. So I'm not too worried about that. I'm too I'm not too concerned about that. But I will say, even with the prepping of becoming a parent, I'm definitely the one doing most most of the research, most of the learning, you know. And actually, the other day we got into like not not like a fight. We got into a little argument because I was like, "You literally don't know anything. Like you don't know what we put on our registry. You don't know like which." you know, is the best stroller or the best baby monitor. Like right. I'm doing every all that research. And he's just like basically giving the okay to buy things. But it's like, this is your child too. Like you should be, you know, mm-hmm. taking that initiative to research. You know, how many diapers should the baby be? Or how much, uh, how many, how many white, wet diapers are we supposed to be ex- expecting mm-hmm. in the first day of of birth and like stuff like that right or it's just all on the women to learn these things maybe because we are the ones actually giving birth so i'm more interested in like oh what's labor gonna look like what's right. postpartum gonna look like what are, you know but it's like an equal thing like you wanted this child too right so what's funny is we made like <laughs> i kind of made him um well learn yeah, I was like, okay, from now on, every day you have to tell me like uh, something, something you learned. <laughs> and even doing that, I even I think it's just tough because like even just hearing you say that mm-hmm. reminds me of a previous business I had where we, where me and my business partner overlapped in the same role. Mm-hmm. And because we overlapped in the same role, I expected him to know what I knew. And in our situation, what would have worked out better is if we did entirely different things. You're responsible for this. I'm responsible for this. I don't really know about what you're doing, but as long as, you know what I mean? Like, for instance, if there's a, a numbers guy in a business and the creative marketing guy, mm. for instance, right? Your job is to handle that stuff. I don't know what you're doing as long as you're taking care of the company. I'm doing what I'm doing and taking care of the company. Mm. And it's better that way. That's what I feel like. Because even when you when I hear about you doing it, it's, it's impossible for two people to be on the same page. You might read an extra blog article and feel like, how come you don't know this? I know this. I read this. Mm. You know, but it's really tough to, even if you're sending links back and forth, it's just really tough to always be on the same page like that. Mm. You know? That's true. It's almost better to Split divide and, and conquer. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, if we if we were to go with that model of divide and conquer, I don't really know what the guy is supposed to do still. Yeah. Besides just help and support and I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the beginning, I did kind of like give him specific things that he needs to be an, like an expert on. So, for example, I didn't really care about the technology. Like what? Like, um, like baby monitors, you know, like thermometers, like the tech stuff. Mm. So I told him, like, you're in charge of researching like the tech just finding out which ones we should get. And did he do that? 
he did do that, I will say. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. Like, at the end of the day, you just have to give him a task. You have to give your husband a task. And then I'm sure they'll they'll do it. But it's just, like, different. Where there's this initiative for us to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. I think when you share that same role, it's it's... It's really tough. Yeah, it's very tough, and it's easy to compare. Yeah, it's, you're, you're, yeah, it's, and yeah, it's just never a good situation like that. But, but I mean, I, I do think, um, from what I've seen, the guys definitely do have it easier. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I don't know. Is that just life? Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> guys just have it. Is easier. that just biology when it comes to children and caretaking? I don't know. Yeah. Right, because if you look in the wilderness, I don't really know much about science, so I could be completely wrong here. And, but don't usually the female animals take care of the kids? Yeah, no, I don't they know. Do. They do, except apparently I think seahorses. Oh yeah, guys are the ones that get pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's usually the ones that get pregnant that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I think what you rely on the guy for, is not these small things of. Um. Oh, you know, I changed the diaper twice. You only changed it once. It's not like those things. I think what you, and I don't want to sound sexist, but what you rely on the guy for is to be the backbone of the family, not in terms of making money, but in terms of these are our morals as a family. This is what we stand for. This is how we communicate with one another. This is right. This is wrong. This is how you respect your father. This is how you, right? That is the father's role to be the the authority figure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The if if something is going down, I'm going to be the one that disciplines you, not your mom. Yeah. Right? I'm going to be the bad guy. You know, I think, yeah, like, don't get, I don't know. I wouldn't get caught up in the small stuff. It's just different roles. True. Yeah, that's true. Or they're like the protector of the family. Yeah, exactly, whole- right? Yeah, someone breaks in, bro, you grab the bat, bro. The, right? Yeah, don't yeah, tell yeah, the mom yeah. to grab the bat. Yeah, well, that's true. Right? Just stuff like that. But I, But I, I think maybe in what the issue is probably in modern society things are so safe yeah right in caveman times the guy's going out there every day to prove himself he's hunting he's hunting he's fighting other tribes he's fighting invaders but because we live in a modern society maybe the guy's role is not as clear anymore what i'm supposed to do yeah right yeah so maybe maybe we just figured it out yeah no it's true yeah Bro, I'm so wise for someone that's never going to have fucking kids. <laughs> for someone who doesn't have kids and who has a bad relationship with their parents. <laughs> but maybe that's why you're so wise. <laughs> Came at a great price. <laughs> you know too much. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's... um, <clears throat> That's why it is, I think, very important, you know, to you know, to really appreciate your moms and like celebrate. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember, well, it was literally yesterday. <laughs> I messaged you and I was like, did you wish your mom happy mother's day? <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. I, I feel like I don't remember until I see on Instagram, everyone posting it about it. Mm-hmm. Cause my family has never really done that stuff. Um, and I was thinking all morning, like, should I message? Is it disingenuine? Because you never do. Yeah, I never do. I don't really feel the urge specifically. Uh-huh. But but I, I knew that I didn't feel happy. Right? I didn't feel... Right? I was at peace. Mm-hmm. So it was like around 6 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, let me just fucking... Happy Mother's Day heart emoji. 
you know what color was the heart blue <laughs> always blue heart um and she, yeah, she just wrote thank you <laughs> and then afterwards i'm like do i feel better now not really Right. So it's like and then and then you said, oh, you, you know, do it for her. Maybe you made her day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think she did do. She did. Thank you with an exclamation mark. Right. Yes. She was like, thank you. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like with my mom and a lot of Asian moms, what what they want to be happy is like my child making a lot of money, having good status. Mm. something i can brag to my friends about that that's the only thing you think so you think that because okay i literally said to eden the other day my only wish for my baby or our baby (laughs) (laughs) my only wish obviously you have these dreams of like oh you know like oh what if our kid is like not smart or Mm -hmm. what if our kid is not athletic you know you have all these dreams for them right but at the end of the day, all I my only hope and dream for them is that they are healthy and happy. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Healthy and happy. So I can't imagine any mother like not being proud of their son for not satisfying like like their own you know their own vanity their own yeah like okay how i imagine it too when you wished your mom happy mother's day was i was telling you it's not really so much for you right like at the end of the day whatever it like it's a it's a simple text right it's not gonna you're not gonna be like ooh. even if even if she said something like thank you so much how are you son it's not gonna really make you that happy i don't think i don't know a conversation might really you would have been like, wow, thank God I messaged her. Yeah, if there's back and forth, but there's no back and forth. It's always just thank you or no. Or mm. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Yeah. Like, why am I saying this? But like, okay, just imagine like you have two sons, you have two kids, and it's like it's Mother's Day. You know it's Mother's Day. Everywhere you look, you know. I don't think our my mom knows, to be honest. That it's Mother's Day. They're not on Instagram like us. But she goes out and she sees, she watches TV. There's commercials. I guess, but they don't. For my parents, they don't. They tune the world out. They're not part of the world. Do you know, do you know what I'm trying right. to say? They're like they're not plugged in like that. They're not your regular social. Right. Have friends and right up to date on stuff and. So maybe the difference is like, oh, she wouldn't be sad if you didn't text. But the fact that you did, it reminded her like, oh, yeah, it's Mother's Day. And my son texted me. You know, I don't think she just looked at it and was like, cool. You know, I mean, one of the things that really. And I told you this a long time ago. I'm surprised if you remember. A long time ago, I think maybe when I was in university or shortly after university, when I was still very young, maybe like 22, 23 kind of thing, she emailed me and she said, I am very sad. When people ask me what my sons are doing, I have nothing to say. Mm-hmm. 
like this was when you were still living at home wasn't it yeah this is when i was still living at home this is like i remember finding it super weird first of all that she communicated to you via email yeah we used to talk through email she would send me links she'd be like oh you're you have you have mail or like yeah yeah, you need to do tax like tax stuff yeah that's how distant we were we we emailed god but but that's when i was so furious like like it was so clear like you're you're telling me you're disappointed in me you're telling me you're unhappy because of i have nothing to tell you know i have nothing to say what my sons are doing like it's such a vain thing it's such a but this was also around the time that you had like dropped out of university no i finished university waterloo (laughs) yeah Really? I have a degree. You do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought bro. you did three years. Yeah, I did a three-year program. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I wanted to get out of there. So I you have, have a, a bachelor's. I have a bachelor of arts. So in every other school besides Waterloo, <laughs> economics is a business degree. Uh-huh. But in, in Waterloo, it's under arts because we don't have a business school. So it's a bachelor of arts in general economics with a, with a legal studies minor. Oh, so you graduated? Yeah, of course. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you I dropped. Thought out. I dropped out. Of fucking wrong. Yeah, I thought you dropped out and went to metalworks. No, I f- I've w- I wanted to finish up ASAP. Mm. I finished ASAP. Get me the fuck out of here. Mm. Right. I made you happy. I got your degree. Now let me live my life and pursue what I want to pursue. And I wanted to. I went to metalworks right afterwards. Mm. You know, but then it was just like all these things. You know, my mom. Me telling her I, I wanted to go to Melworks, she starts crying. You know, me telling her I'm going to finish school and do my own thing, she starts charging me rent for home, like, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. She, me, me uh, right, she's sending me an email. I have nothing to be happy about. I have nothing to talk about my sons. I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, like, how can I not say fuck you at that point? But it's like you never tried explaining to her what you do? How, how... I didn't even know what I was doing. But now, obviously, you're making a living. You know, you've accomplished so many amazing things. But she's still not going to understand, like, oh. Because it's not a traditional, like. Yeah, like what? Oh, you started route. a microdose company? Oh, you used to manage music artists that did cool things and got on the radio. And, like, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything to them. Mm. That doesn't mean anything to her. Like, she's. Just, her and my dad is like. Like, literally the Asian stereotype. If you're not a doctor, if you're not a lawyer. But she literally files your taxes. So she knows, like... Yeah, it, but it, yeah. but it's like... I I, I don't think she knows... Every time I see her, she's always still like... Do you have money? No, she's always like, Mozo Like, don't do bad things. Oh. So I, I don't think she understands. She probably sees my tattoos. Yeah. And she's, she's always like... You know, she just assumes the worst. And it's just like... I There's so much in her mind that I have to overcome that A, I don't know how to communicate and B, even if I communicate it through, does she value what I value? As in, I have my own businesses. I do artistic things. I Does she value that? So even if I get through and explain it, it's like, what is the point? Mm. Right? Like, so that's why I feel so defeated. It's like, it feels like I can't win here. You guys have such a gener- generational gap. Yeah. She had me when she was uh, 32. Yeah. You know, but um, that's so crazy. I can see that though. Yeah, I, like I don't. I, I also don't blame her, but I don't blame myself either for, right? So it's just like a very tough situation. Yeah. 
Yeah, because on the other hand, like, there's lots of people with, like, tattoos and who didn't lead traditional routes and they have great relationships yeah. with their parents, right? But it's just, like, at every at every step of the way, sh- my pa- both of my parents made it so difficult for me. So, like, like the, the image I have in my mind is, like, I'm, like, a young toddler trying to stand up. And imagine if your kid is just trying to stand up and walk for the first time, but someone keeps pushing them, pushing them, right? Aren't you going to be like, yo... Fucking get off my fucking case. Like, but you should almost thank like them. Like, if you're not going to help me, get out of the fucking way. You should almost thank them because of that. You you, you were, you were had even more of a determination to succeed. Yeah, but it's not it's not a, a happy determination. Yeah, it's almost like a, like a, like not a it's bitterness, a, but yeah, like Yeah, it's like a, a bittersweet thing. It's like, yeah, I made it. Yeah. Suck it. But it's like, yeah. do I feel you happy? You played no part in this kind of thing. Yeah, like I'm still unhappy that I got to where i am without your help it would have been better if you helped me along the way yeah you know so it was just yeah it's just like that's why i know um i don't know if she's even happy that i mentioned her that or anything they don't care about these things that's so weird you know so what would make your relationship better with them if one day you were like you know uh i'm, I'm getting married uh i fa- i i got my law degree and i'm becoming a lawyer like if all of a sudden you approach her with these things you think like you your relationship yeah would be, probably really probably. like she'd start calling you every day you know wanting to hang out with you you think that would change or is it like yeah. just her personality to be like so cold no i th- my mom is a really warm and loving person but she doesn't know how to love like she doesn't love yeah she, maybe maybe our parents don't know how to love the things they don't understand or know but that is so strange to me because it's like why for to them is like i don't know how to explain because i think because my mom told me she was like if you go to metalworks you got to right pay for everything on your own da, 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 which is fine right but then i knew that the opposite was she told me oh if you want to stay in school if you want to do your master's i'll pay for everything anything you need i'll pay for wow right so it's like clearly you value one Thing, I think she and said you don't it like, value the other thing. But she said it like that really to she wanted to make it difficult for you so that you would choose the right path, quote unquote, the right path in her eyes. Yeah, and and you you played your cards and this is what happened. You know, like But I mean to be fair, it's not like your relationship with them was like better when you were well, at home. At home. It wasn't yeah. like your relationship with them was better when you were in university and they saw that, oh yeah, there's potentially... No, I think it was better then because they were happy that I'm in, at Waterloo. They were actually proud that you like got into university. Yeah, she stuff. was happy. Yeah, she was definitely was happy. And she paid for your Waterloo degree? Well, I, I OSAPed and I paid OSAP back. Oh, okay. But like certain things, maybe like living and and uh, I don't know, like giving me allowance and things like that, oh, right? Okay. When you're in university. But... um. Yeah, you know, it's just... That's crazy. It just, yeah, it just feels like... <laughs> you know, like, I'm I'm trying here, but there's no, like... Yeah. Right, besides adding an exclamation mark to the thank you. But that's progress. Well, I'm turning 33, man. Like, if this is progress, it's going to be... There'll be an extra exclamation mark I'll every year. I'll be like year. 70 by the time I get a full sentence back. Oh, man. You know? 
that's why I think, yeah. It but, is. but I know she like loves me, but I just don't think she's happy or proud. And that's what you want from her? That's not what I want from her. I just want her to not care about that. Right. Like, like don't care about people's accomplishments. Like, just be happy. Just be with them. Be happy. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think they're just too... Right? Like, why does any... Like, even if I decided not to do any of that, mm-hmm. or even if I did become a lawyer, don't be happy for me. Don't just love because- me more because I'm... Yeah, don't, like, fuck... Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck that shit. Right, right, right. Like, how real is that love? You love you more because I'm a lawyer. Right. Right? I'm sure there's so many kids who... Probably, like, the, the kids older than us, like, the kids in the mid-80s or early 80s, mm-hmm. who really did be sacrificed their lives and to become these uh, to be in these careers to make their parents happy the engineers the doctors the lawyers i'm pretty sure they're not fucking happy yeah you know yeah. if you if they were to re- if they could rewind time and go back and do it all over again i guarantee they, they wouldn't do it again yeah. just to make their parents happy but yeah you know how close are they now with their parents i don't know right they probably you know have that sense of like uh you know i really just did this for you right right so i don't know i think it, it how I'm kind of seeing it in my life. So my sister, um, she's, I think, like a, a BA, like a business analyst. She works for the RCMP. Um, but I mean, before that, she studied, she also got a Bachelor of Arts um, at, at U of T. But I think she studied something called like culture, communication, information technology or something like that. So it's just like... Oh my God, that's like, that's like everything. Culture, co- <laughs> culture, <laughs> communication, communication, information, information technology. technology. <laughs> so, I mean, my sister basically, I mean, I don't want to say, she she has a degree, but it was nothing. Of notoriety for your mom. For, to, an Asian, for Asian parents, right? You know, my sister was never like the studious type. She was always, we talked mm-hmm. about this before, where she like failed tests. She would like, you know, I was the one that they were very proud of academically versus my sister just kind of cruised by, right. you know, for them, it was like, Oh my gosh, you got into university. Amazing. Just graduate. doesn't matter what program you're in, you know? Um, and I do see that. I don't want to like, obviously they love my sister as well, but there's a level of pride. I think, that they give to you that they give to me that they don't give my sister or there's a level of like they just assume that i'm more responsible than my sister you know they're always worried for my sister you know like oh your sister like oh my gosh does she have enough money to get a car or oh what's gonna happen to her if she doesn't find someone to marry like how's she gonna take care of herself like there's always this worry they always look a bit lower yeah her. or like oh my gosh she doesn't have she doesn't remember to do stuff or she's always and how just, does she how does she feel about all this does it get to her does she notice it i think she definitely notices it but um i think because i'm like basically the opposite of what happened with you I feel like I don't know if I can picture my parents being like the same way that your parents were. If like mm. I I didn't do something that made them proud. Mm. You know what I mean? Like in my eyes I was just like, "Oh, my parents always supported me in anything that I needed to do." Right? During school, they they were like, "You're definitely definitely not working. Don't worry about money. If you need money, we'll pay for anything. If ever I wanted 
a new phone, a new laptop, a new car, my parents would just buy it for me. Because they're like, your only job yeah, is, to study. is to study and get a good job. Yeah. Right? Whereas, like, for my sister, I definitely see she never had as much... I don't want to say like the leeway yeah for sure yeah it's almost like not that she yeah so 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 you do understand it I do understand it but it was never to the point like I mean even now I guess my my sister has like a a decent job right but it's not like they like parade her around or anything no yeah definitely not but it's not like they would love her less because but it's not, I don't think they love her less, but they don't love her more. And I think any person with normal EQ can sense that. I think if you even just had like a job that they understood, maybe they can relate to you more. But because yeah. your jobs are just like so... Yeah, out there. Yeah, hard to grasp. Hard to even explain to someone who maybe understands. Yeah, that's how, yeah, that's why I feel like it's... Even if I do get through and explain it all, it's like, they're not gonna... Yeah. Even if they saw the money rolling in, like, they wouldn't... That that doesn't matter to them. Yeah, because it's not... Yeah, it's not the... I mean, it is part of the money, I'm sure, but I think it's how you get the money. They want you... My parents want me to get it from a very specific way. Mm. You know? I love how they just assume that, like, Mojo YC. But still to this day, she was like... Yeah, but I can see that. Yeah, I don't blame her, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, bro, like, I, <laughs> like, like <laughs> you, you raised me. You think I'm a bad kid? <laughs> you know? Yeah, maybe that's what she thinks that you met some bad, you know, like you, you hung out with a bad group, you know? Yeah, but, you know, but like, there's, there's only, there's only so much where, even when I was a kid, when I got like my first couple of tattoos and they saw, yeah, I was like, don't worry, like I'm not doing anything bad. Yeah. But if you keep nagging me about it, like, I'm eventually going to be feel like I need to, you know? Yeah. Okay, but a bit. realistically, when you actually step back and you think about it, like, obviously some of the things that we do in our eyes is not bad. Yeah, in their eyes, they're like, but oh my objectively God. objectively, it is, like, I don't want to say it's bad, but it's... Yeah, what what makes it worse is there's no conversation. It's just an, it's just an assumption. Yeah. Right. It's not like oh how are you you know w- w- let me try and understand. Mm-hmm. Right. Or oh I do understand that uh, or maybe maybe I don't understand but just explain to me your tattoos. Yeah. But it's just like instant like. You know. Yeah. You know Asian parents are like that right yeah. just instant just like oh no 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 you know just like. So it's tough. And then I'm I'm sure like me being st- stubborn the way I am and me being so like you probably just don't even have the patience to explain it to them too, right? Well, not after everything I've been through. Yeah. <laughs> like if I had amazing parents that were like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not it's not like every step of the way I you know it was a, it was like a wilderness in there, man. <laughs> oh man. Right. So it's like I'm trying my best too. I'm I'm coming to you and asking you how we can fix this shit. Right. How can you assume I'm a bad kid, bro? Yeah. You know, like, can't can't you see? Can't you read between the lines? Or maybe there is nothing there. I don't know. Maybe this is the game changer. You giving, providing her that link to back for one. <laughs> maybe. I don't I know. I think if she really listened, like. <laughs> to all 20 hours of conversation. Yeah. I don't think it's happening. Damn. That's. I mean, if it does, hey. Crazy. This podcast achieved more than I, than I thought. 
I know. But uh That's crazy. I hope she I hope she listens. <sighs> it's so absurd to think that a parent will listen to 20 hours of conversation from their child. I think it's not That's abs- a lot. It's not absurd because she literally knows nothing about you. If you knew your mom had a podcast with her friends, you would listen. I would listen because I care. <laughs> you assume that she doesn't care. At the end of the day, you have to realize you're her son. Like, I I don't know how she sees it anymore. I don't know. I mean, I think obviously she loves me, but I don't know if she's like if she's like me, where like I I'm at peace with this this fracturedness. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know how she feels. Or if she still lives in maybe she like lives in not regret, but she. The other way to see it is maybe she lives, she like beats herself up like, oh, maybe I didn't, did I not raise Derek right? I don't know. You know, she probably has in her head like, how did he turn out this way? You know, not that you're, not that you're like bad or anything, but there's another way. Okay. So it could turn out really well. She could listen to all 20 episodes (laughs) and then she'll reach out to you and she's like, I'm so misunderstood. (laughs) You know, we need to rekindle our relationship before it's too late. Or she could see this as like another one of your endeavors that. Yeah. She's she's like, she just won't understand. Yeah. She'll be like, why, why are they doing this? It's such a waste of time. Yeah. Like, Like, why do people listen to you? Why do you, why do you talk? Why do you what? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, at that point, it's like, I literally have handed you everything to get to know me. I mean, I I already have technically when I messaged her the link this morning. Yeah. Right. But, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see what the what the fate what fate decides. That's crazy. <laughs> it's been an hour. Okay, well. Happy Happy Mother's, Mother's Day, Day. <laughs> <laughs> to Derek's mom if you're listening. And to Carmen's mom. <laughs> Man, um, yeah, no, that was. Um, I really do. I really do hope she listens. I think it'll be very therapeutic i hope so i i I hope so i have nothing to i would have these conversations with her too but it just seems like we can't yeah you know it's so crazy though imagine someone else having a podcast where they dedicate like episodes to you oh my god about how you've affected them how you've changed their life life negatively that's kind of crazy it's it's a lot to take in it is it is. But maybe we'll start some conversation. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully hopefully for everyone listening, you know, your 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 situations are better and you know, you 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 guys go talk to your moms on my behalf. <laughs> you guys, you know, balance out the rest of the world and have great loving relationships and you know. All right. Well, we will catch you in the next episode. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about or end this episode off with? No. All right. We'll catch you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace.